Say what you gotta say, Leo. <laughs> I miss that, Leo. What you say? <laughs> oh my, oh my! You guys are gonna be the death of me. Uh, welcome to another episode of Dorks the Podcast. Today is going to be an awesome episode. Uh, like every other episode, it's always awesome, but it's every other episode is the awesome one. So it's, uh, you it's like did... Star Trek. I know. Speaking of Star Trek, we're going to be talking about Picard, also Swamp Thing. James, yeah. James finally saw Doom Patrol. So it's going to be talking about that, and uh, maybe some other stuff will pop on up. But without further ado, here is the intro. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. That's the best. I love that intro. It really is. Like, I enjoy it very much. (laughs) Well, thank you for that. And uh, with that, we have James. Uh, What's going on, guys? If I'm silent during this episode, I'm really sorry, but game two of the Stanley Cup Finals is on, and my Bruins are playing, so if there's silence, or me randomly screaming, screaming, swearing, or making grunting noises, I'm okay. It's just something good or bad happened. You be the judge. (laughs) Yo, yo. You nerd in your sports. (laughs) Uh, If I I start screaming or anything like that, it's probably because I sat on something or a cat decided that my leg looked delicious. I don't know. Or Death Stranding is just that cool. True. It's got Del Toro in it, man. Uh, and that is our friend Alex. Hi. Hi. He's a friend? I, I think he's more of an acquaintance for me. Well, I gotta go. Um... <laughs> uh, okay, so what do you guys want to tackle first? Well, as you did a great transition, why don't we do Star Wars first? Because I think Star Trek, sorry. The, the trek through the stars. Metaclorians. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I saw the Picard trailer when it leaked and then CBS just got in front of it. It was like, you know, we'll just release the full trailer. Um, I like how it very much feels like they picked up right at the end of All Good Things. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what All Good Things are, it's the series finale of Next Generation, which is considered one of the better episodes that they made, uh, especially after the last couple seasons to that point, they kind of got bad. Was that um, the one where he had old man makeup? Yes. Yeah, that's the one where like you had the three different enterprises. Where it looks less realistic because he doesn't age. <laughs> Yeah, because he's well, a vampire. Come well, on, that, we that's the that. fu- that's the funny thing is his age now. He's older than what he was supposed to be portraying in that episode, which is insane. So, and you look at him. I mean, yeah, he does not age. He's like Keanu. Yeah, you, you could almost say he's like a mutant or something. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, it's it's pretty interesting uh, the way they kind of they they teed it up. It's. It sounds like it's 20, I think it's 15 years after 
nemesis. I think that's where they're teeing it up to. So, um, because if you know Star Trek, Star Trek Canada all is, um, when you watch Star Trek 2019 with J- 2009 with J.J. Abrams, when they blew up Romulus, Remus and Romulus, um, that's actually the real thing. Like that's that actually happened, and this is happens after that. So I like how they're kind of keeping that that timeline going without kind of going off of it. And I always felt like that with Paramount was surprisingly good at keeping that timeline as straight as possible, other than the multiple, you know, time travel, which became a very staple thing of Star Trek. But, you know, now they're kind of continuing that story down. And the way they teed it up basically being like he's an he's an admiral. So like that was kind of thing. But then he just walks away for for no reason. And that's kind of what they tee up is why'd you walk away from Starfleet? Um, that's where I'm interested at, especially watching how Discovery's been, um, especially season two, which I think is a little bit better than season one, just because I feel like they kind of went in a different direction with season two than season one. Well, so if they're going to keep going that direction with Picard, I'm I'm on board. You know, it looks like, and it sounds like they've gone to the well and they're bringing back players from Next Generation to come on this show. Well, uh, so discovery uh if you look at sorry it's hard to explain uh without spoiling too much but uh the first yes, season Leo. <laughs> uh the first season was kind of well totally different for a reason you know it, it's uh but again if you haven't watched it i don't want to spoil it but it, it's it's well spoiler spoiler warning we'll just do yeah, it right okay now. I spo- mean, like... spoiler warning God. one two i'm so three, used to this by now four five <laughs> Okay, so uh, the sh- beginning of the series is so off, it's so dark, people are, are upset with each other, and you find out mid-season that actually there was a uh, connection with the Mirror Universe from the original series, uh, you know, Goatee, Spock, and all that. Uh, so uh, the captain of uh, Discovery is actually the Mirror Captain, and he's trying to get back to his universe. And that's why he's all evil and everything. And uh, so the whole se- uh, season is, you know, b- them battling the uh, mirror universe uh, and also the Klingons, huge Klingon war that happens. And uh, that sets us up for them meeting up with uh, the Enterprise at the end of the season. And season two is uh, just uh, them going on a huge venture for- with uh, Captain Pike and Spock. Uh, and uh, trying to figure out the mystery of these red uh, orbs. And uh, time travel plays a lot into it, and that's where it leads into Season 3. At the end of Season 2 is uh, the Discovery is actually warped uh, a couple hundred years into the future, way past Next Generation. Uh, And they're talking about, because Season 2 was so good, as they say, it grew to beard, uh, that they're possibly going to bring uh, Anson Mount back to play as Pike in his own series. Come back, Alex. <laughs> Did he freeze? No, I see his eyes moving. Yeah. Yeah, there. <laughs> Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> We're all sitting there, be like, "Come back, come back, Alex." Yeah, I just opened a different tab to look up things because I imagine it was just going to be a long one. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I mean, you definitely got, like I said, after kind of 
given the breakdown of that, those things is, you know, I could definitely see them, you know, especially towards the end of Voyager and Deep Space Nine and stuff like that. It was a much darker universe. Yeah. You know, you had the Borg, you just had the Dominion Wars. You had a lot of stuff. The Federation was very, very weak at that point in the story. And, you know, you had the Romulans trying to make peace and then the collapse of the Romulans because of Nemesis. Yes, by the way, I saw Nemesis in theater. So that's why this movie kind of sticks out in my mind because that was actually like the second Star Trek movie I saw in theaters. Um, Wait, what? I saw I saw um, First Contact and Nemesis. I didn't see oh. Insurrection. I, I my mine was actually I think I might have saw three in the theater. So, uh, um, so and actually I actually do like Nemesis. I just like. By the way, it's also Tom Hardy's in that role, which you know who he is now. Watching that movie, you're like, ooh, wow, he came a long way. But you know, I just feel like, especially like you start, I started playing Star Trek Online a little bit and stuff like that. So it was a very good like storytelling. You know, that's always felt like certain parts of Star Trek always was good storytelling. So if they're gonna keep doing this and it just looks like it's just nothing's really getting better for the Federation since that 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 supernova exploded. I'm curious to see because he goes, you 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 saved the Federation and then you just walked away. Okay, what did he do to save the Federation? What is, you know? And I just feel like now some of the stuff that's going to be happening in a lot of these major franchises is, as I'm calling it, this is the way I call it, is the Star the Star Wars effect is where you have a big jump in time and they're not really going to go into it that deep and then they're going to fill it in with auxiliary material. Yeah, comics, books. Well, they, they also have the shorts that they do as well for Discovery. Yeah. Uh, and so, it, it looks like that they're going to be creating a bunch more uh, series to go along that, you know, are within the same universe. Um, yeah. Because we're also getting Lower Decks, which I think is a comedy. Yeah, it takes place in like the, what is it, uh, the forward, what is it called? Ten forward? Ten four something, yeah, ten forward or something like that. Yeah. Turn forward, good buddy. Uh, well, that, that's another thing is, will we see Guinan back? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ten Forward, uh, she was the bartender on uh, Next Generation. And uh, so there's talk of her, Whoopi Goldberg, coming back. Hmm. Well, also, Whoopi Goldberg doesn't really have a job. Yeah, isn't she part of like the no? What what is that show? The is view? It like no, view? she's off. I think she's off the view. I don't know. I don't watch the view. So I yeah, know. me neither. That's why I asked. <laughs> so, so, so so Leah, you're kind of one of the bigger Trucky fans we I I know of. What do you expect out of Picard? Like, what are you looking for? Uh, well, I think it's going to be. I'm looking forward to him. Uh, going on grand adventures. I, I look forward to Q coming back. Um, I don't think it's going to be a series of just him, you know, in his vineyard. Um, well, why not? <laughs> I, I would be down for that. Just like, that would be great just as a subversion that you watch it. It's just like, when's something going to happen? He's just looking at his crops <laughs> for like an hour. Going through the books. It's, He's it, planting it, seeds. It, it, it's just him telling stories, being like, "Back on the Enterprise." But he just, get, but he also he also doesn't finish them, so it's they're frustrating old stories. It's you just know, like, it's just one big clip show. They just show clips of Next Generation. Oh, that's perfectly bad. <laughs> yes. Well, he just does wine tasting. He doesn't drink it. 
It switches around oh. in his mouth a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's no. his own wine too, so it's like. Oh yeah, no, 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 he's telling stories. He has he has wine tour groups, and he's telling stories about it while they're sipping the wine, and it's just flashbacks. You, you know, I've actually thought about that. What that's what the series is going to be. I hope it isn't. Uh, no, what I do know is they're probably going to release some of that wine, and I probably will buy a bottle. I was going to ask that: Are they going to re- release the Picard wine? Um, well, you they, know, they should make it. Uh, what? So. <laughs> make it so. <laughs> um, so, so I mean, so, so are you looking for more of, like I said, the grand adventures, him getting in back into space on another starship, or do you think you want to see how he deals with the Federation and kind of on Earth and kind of local? dealing with it seems like the ghost of his past is yeah. kind of the thing the first two episodes are going to at least be spent at the vineyard because it's going to be something is going to have to force him to it's going to build. decide to go back so respect the first the first or, full or, episode and then at least part of the second episode or to be, or at least the spark starfleet to go get him because it yeah. seems like that's where it is they go get him yeah it so there's, like, there's got to be something that forces him to because they're kind of doing like the uh badass action movie hero like retired kind of cliche where it's like you mean like red? um like all of them all of them where it's just like i don't do that anymore that's an old life i used to have but not anymore and then call the action happens they're like okay i'll do it again i guess and you know or, or something happens with starfleet and fucks up his trade routes for his wine he just yeah, he messes with his business. I would love that. <laughs> like it, it messes up solely his his wine like business. But, like he just he just drops his like coat and he's just super ripped and he's like let's do this you know. Like, <laughs> I mean I mean it is it is it is he kicks someone super hard because he's been stomping on grapes for years now you know <laughs> he can like he can like snap an entire cruise ship in half now uh, he, just he, by one swift kick sorry to cut you off i didn't no that, that's okay i i was just gonna follow up with that is that he teams up with the guy from game of thrones that was rowing for three seasons so you have him with uh picard with super strong legs the guy from game of thrones with super strong arms and they're gonna make a, 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 a shitty Voltron. What are they gonna put on a? They're gonna put on a fedora and a big trench coat and sneak into a movie. If anyone questions them, they're just gonna kick the shit out of yeah, them or something. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't, 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 that was one of the deleted scenes from Game of Thrones scenes of date. So just you know, keep that under your hat. <laughs> so you're well, gonna say James? Another spoiler, by the way. Well, I mean, I, 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 I'm just I just want a good series. Like I said, they, they, they've kind of. Don't watch that. Star Trek Discovery's been very very good. Um, you know, they've kind of put a hold on the movies for a time being. You know, there's still rumors of Quentin doing his. I, I don't believe I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think they're very much now dealing with just small screen, let's do the paywall. People are still buying it, people are still watching it, it still has decent ratings. Yeah. Um, you know, I can see them definitely, you know, moving the story forward. I I just my one concern is you got a Picard, you got Discovery. What I always felt that made Star Trek really, really good was its original stories. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of Enterprise. I still liked a couple of the first couple of seasons, the first couple of seasons of Enterprise with Except Scott. For the opening intro. Yeah, I mean that was terrible. But I always thought that was actually like a really good wow. really cool. Hold on. The opening intro was terrible? Oh yeah, the yeah, song. Enter- to Enterprise? Oh, oh, Enterprise. Okay, sorry. It's been a long road. Time. Getting from there to here. 
Every time I binged it not too long ago, and I still was just like, "What is the tone they're going for? What is this?" Actually, uh, there was. Why a... don't I remember that? Did I mentally block this out my head? Season okay. four was actually a good season because it actually them it was actually them exploring. Like they got out of that quantum civil war and like this convoluted plot, and I'm like. I want to see how the Federation was born and like they couldn't get to that in the last episode the season finale of the series was like a hollow a holodeck video of the last mission Enterprise went on in the signing of the Federation Charter like and it was like told with like Jonathan Franks doing the narration basically and saying like this is what it is and he was like sprinkled into like the episode I'm like god you had this great concept and you're like yeah, there we uh... go like I hate that in shows where it starts off as like, hey, we're going to do a thing. Multiple seasons later, hey, we're doing the thing. Show's over. It's just like it's just like Heroes and Smallville and all that stuff. It's always just like, hey, you want a cool thing? Well, just wait for it. It's coming. All right, there it is. Off screen. Is that, there it is. Is, is that a victim of the, the build up to it? I mean, you bring up Heroes, like Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. Well, yeah, it, but then it, like the delivery was like sullied over and over again. Yeah, like, like it's like, but, hey, but, we're gonna be superheroes. What about Hero came back numerous times in that show of just like the promise of the future, and every time it got to it, they're still schlubs and losers, and just yeah. like never delivered. But it was it's it's interesting too because like even like Enterprise was one of those things where. Um, they're like, well, it's 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 before the original series, so it's like transporters don't work. It's still like science. Like they only can go warp five. They've never met a Klingon. Like all this stuff, and they sprinkled in these awesome Easter eggs to a point where they just it it just they just never paid off. Like they run into the Romulans like twice, and it's like, oh, what could possibly happen? Oh, it's the Romulans. Like this, what could this lead to? And it was never paid. Like you had these buildups, there was never paid off. Basically, being like, if, if you want to know what happens, yay, gold. <laughs> uh, um, if you want to know what happens, watch the original series. Like watch everything else. And I'm like, you, you, you want me to invest in the storyline? And I understand it's this part of the timeline, and there's all these other stories. Okay, great. I just feel like if you're going to do something like Discovery where it intertwines with the original series and that part of the, the timeline, then do it like that, but it feels to a point nowadays where they're just going to be like, you remember Spock? Remember Kirk? Remember Picard? Remember, like, Janeway? Like, no, like, give me new characters. But give me another That's essentially what Picard is playing. He's playing Pepperidge Farms. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's also to a point where it's right now, it's Give me an, I want another Voyager. Like I kind of want that type of show where it's you like you don't want to be sold well, on nostalgia. You want to be sold on a good story. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. And I thought again, Voyager, that's why I think Voyager was a very good like, oh, a female captain with a with that and guy. the upcoming Pennyworth show. We're all excited for that. Okay, Alex. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to add. I totally agree with you. Star Trek is best when they're exploring and you have awesome stories. Um. That's where... original stories. That's what. That's the key. The good yeah. thing about Star Trek is you can have awesome original stories, and the good thing about it is they always put it in real life. And that was always the thing about Discovery: is are you going to tackle what made the original Star Trek good? Was you know um, you got you got to touch on social topics in the show, but intertwine them in a world that is Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like like a butler fighting the descendants of Jack just, the Ripper. Just, just stop, please. <laughs> just no. Bad Alex. Ba- so, bad. So, bad Alex. Some of the stories on the Hi, I am Dr. Thomas Wayne of the Wayne family. Oh, Hi. Geez. Hi, nice to meet you, Alfred Pennyworth, butler. Uh, discover- Where did you go to school? Butler. <laughs> uh, so Discovery Season... <laughs> Uh, Discovery season one was um, they brought in mud uh, and there was some connection to the original series uh, talk of Spock Uh, season two really had a lot of connections to the original series but had uh, its own stories original stories Uh, and they really pulled at your heartstrings with uh, bringing in like the original Enterprise and it's all sparkly new and everything. Oh yeah, th- th- that scene at the end of season one is epic. The wh- what about the end? Of, well, season again. Yeah. So, so 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 Alex, just you've there's the end of season one. You see the two ships meet up. That's yep. it. That's oh, it. Okay. That's it. Yep. Like I said, that, I mean, and it's it's kind of epic because they're like, is that what I think it is? Could it be? Oh, it's the Enterprise, yeah. and it shows it shows up, and then it goes to commercial, then it goes to credits. Like, and you see the Enterprise is more like um, Abrams Enterprise than it is. Well, it's the, like a hodgepodge of Enter- Abrams and the original. Well, the yeah. thing about Abrams Enterprise, well, Abrams Universe is safe. It is super safe to throw stories into because if something seems iffy, it's because they can use the excuse. It's it's a different universe. Things yeah. happen differently. Yep. It's the biggest safety net they could ever do. And I really, I really liked the Beyond uh, Star Trek Beyond. I liked. Oh, the I Abrams loved. One. I loved and Star Trek Beyond. But I also say is that, is that I think going back to any of those movies would be hard because they don't have Chekhov anymore. Um, yeah. You know, and it's very unfortunate because that actor was fantastic, and uh, it just makes me think if they went back, they would have to change it up a bit more. Well, I mean, the good thing about it is they're just going to follow the trail of some of the movies because that's what they did. It was con movie number two. Like, that's what it was. It also um, makes me think, would they, are they willing to bring back, like, Data and stuff like that, like, later on? Prince Spiner has no career. Like, let's just, he, he's on the con circuit. Like, I think he could use a steady paycheck. He also said that if uh, they ever did, like, a reboot of, uh, like, an Abrams-style, like, recasting of The Next Generation... He said his personal choice is Tilda Swinton. Well, well, she, well, she is the robot. She is a little android. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that would be take much acting range for her. But I would literally... still want him to be. You would be surprised. What she was just in Sespera, uh, well, not Sespera, Suspiria. She's uh, in Suspiria. She's going to be in the new "The Dead Are Among Us" with the new Bill Murray thing yeah. movie. Um, but I but would. She's got range. I know. Uh, uh, I'm not saying she doesn't have range. I'm just how saying. How dare that... you guys put her down? <laughs> how dare no, you? I'm just saying that she's an alien. So I would. I would want. <laughs> of course. I, I want if it if it is the only thing I want out of this is if they if they ever did like you said a, an Abram style next generation, I still want him as Doctor Song. Hmm. I still want him as the android. Like creator and developer. Yeah, that'd be great <laughs> because well, be, because that's still that character, and I still think that's very much him. Not, like, because data, you can kind of make your own because you can kind of see later in the movies he started making becoming not the data we knew from season, the earlier seasons of the show. So, 
So not giving anything away, but where they're going with CBS is quite possible we, we could see him again. Well, I'm like I said, I, I would not be surprised if you've seen Picard because yeah. technically in the, in the storyline, in the canon, uh, Data is the captain of the Enterprise. Or, or, or even you could also have, because there's more than one Data, isn't there? Uh, there's well, I mean different different models, not name data, but there's different models, but have his face, right? Well, it was there's D data there's four, yep, and that's it. Really, there's not like well, you know, there could be. Also, also, why do, also, why do how, I just have this this vision of like him having like him in his closet, just like deactivated? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, that's I, how that's how the uh, mutiny happened. They just turned him off when they didn't like him anymore, and they put him in a broom closet and forgot him for up until now. Well, the um, uh, I, I thought he ejected him into space, and then he came back later on uh, with some Borg. No, I don't. I, I don't know. Oh, that would I, be great. They find him floating in space. <laughs> I know. I know. At the end of Nemesis, he blows himself up to save the crew. But they find out when they're repairing the Enterprise before has his memories because he's starting to sing the song that Data sang at Riker's wedding. Like so, they're showing like he is still there, but supposedly in the comics he's called B four. They never said the writing and they never said the, the Nemesis writing was fantastic. Well, like, uh, just, okay, well, that's all I love that movie for was the writing. So I totally forgot Nemesis. So Nemesis, there was another Data. Yeah, it was B four. Okay, so in B4. the series there was lore. Yeah, but was wasn't he like brother. the evil data though? Like wasn't he like yep. everything yeah. that Doctor Song was? He yeah, well he was the first he was the first data and they were Doctor Song was trying to uh experiment on emotions. So uh lore had emotions that were more geared toward evil, where data didn't have emotions at all. Yeah, it was like jealousy and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know. I think it'd be kind of cool if they had someone had a mold of Data's, like, you know, stuff. So, like, they made another Data. But, like, so if you want to come back, you could play as multiple different characters, but a different type of, like, Data type character. But they go on it. It's just, you know, Picard's like, Data? And he's like, who's that? And he's like, wearing a Hawaiian shirt and, like, drinking. He's like, let's party. <laughs> you know, like. We're not talking about Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian, all right? Yeah. Like, like, just stop that. No, no, no. I'm talking about Data Goes Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Different. It's completely different. You got to say his name four times. So, uh, because, because B4, remember. <laughs> uh, there's only been a handful of actors announced for Picard. Uh, nobody of really of any note, uh, except the doctor from uh, Penny Dreadful. And Patrick Stewart's going to be in it. Uh, yeah, but he's 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 in Does nobody. he have to be, though? I mean, yeah, we should recast him. Who wants him? They should get that guy to face Professor X. Um, Not that guy. <laughs> what about that guy from uh, uh, who played Magneto? What, why don't we get that guy? I think that guy might do it. I think he'd do a better job. <laughs> uh, so it looks like it's going to be 10 episodes in the first season, which I absolutely love. You know, it's uh, just short seasons. Give us, you know, is it a short season? It, well, you figure all the CW crap is like 27, 30, whatever episodes, you know, normal series or shows. On... Well, I mean, the, the, most of that's just teen drama, though. 
Exactly. Yeah. Cut out the drama and just do awesome stories, high quality. I mean, I mean, I mean, Doom Doom Patrol was fourteen episodes. That's doable. Yeah, and you're you're going to get eight great movies where he's just sitting at his farm. Uh, Apparently, the air attacked James there. (laughs) We'll see, but you know. Like James just said, Doom Patrol was 14 episodes. Now he's dancing with this wind. <laughs> uh, you dancing because you love Doom Patrol? Um, I I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed Doom Patrol. Um, I, it was one of those things I kept seeing clips on Facebook of like clips from the show, and it looked extremely funny. Um, and so I was like, okay, I kind of want to get into this. And in in you know, and some of the stuff I saw was very much like it's going to go either two ways. It's either going to be like super funny or super serial or super weird. Um, and it kind of got all of it. Uh, the first episode is actually on YouTube for free. And that's what I watched. And I kind of oh, was like, damn. I, yeah, I, was, know like, that. I yeah. was like, I am sold on this. Uh, Alan Tudyk as the main baddie is the best part of the show. In my opinion, just due to the fact that he keeps breaking the fourth wall and talking to the crew being like, if I really wanted to, I could take over this whole series and, other thing is like I haven't been in an episode. I haven't been in. Uh, I haven't been in in the last two episodes, like stuff like that, which just makes it like very funny to a point where in one of the episodes, he's what he, there's this big scene, and then you see like the pause symbol like on the screen, and he's watching the episode on like a pad, like an iPad, wearing a DC hat and a Doom Patrol T-shirt and like a Doom Patrol like throw like thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just like it's only taken thirteen episodes to get here. Now we have a show, like just basically like <laughs> being upfront with it. I mean, a fun tongue in cheek type stuff. It's very, it's very, very much tongue in cheek. Um, and I was telling earlier off before we got online is you have a very much overarching story to the whole thing. Like there's one big story arc, but even in the in the se- season, there's like one or two or three episodes that all tie together or there's two episodes that tie together or there's one episode where two people are doing this other thing. And then a bunch of the people are doing this uh, something else at the same exact time. So those are two separate episodes and it just kind of builds this universe and builds this world um, and develops these characters very, very well to a point where like, yeah, you kind of got to drud through some slow parts of the episode. Cause every episode is about 45 minutes long. So there is a lot of, wasn't the first episode longer? It was, I think it was like an hour, but it's like, but it's no commercial. So it's a, it's a straight 45 minutes, 55 minutes. And so you have to kind of go through some stuff, but like, you know, there's a cockroach named Ezekiel who talks. There is a sentient rat called Admiral Whiskers. Like there's just, you know, there's a, there's a donkey that in its mouth is a, a dimensional gateway. Like there's just stuff like that. You're sitting there being like, what the hell am I watching? Like, and it's Is really it like very, DC's Guardians of the Galaxy, kind know? of, but it's it, but but it's it's to a point where it is definitely like there's a bunch of gore in it, mm. like there's a whole scene, you know, there's, there, there's sex, nudity, gore, all that stuff. Is it um, a lot? Is it a lot more like fun, loose tongue and cheek version of like say Umbrella Academy? Yes, mm. um, but it's very, and they keep referencing because cyborgs in it, and I think this is a very good telling of cyborg. It's a very good interpretation of cyborg because it's him dealing with his dad. It's him dealing with the death of his mother. Those are really two big arcs, and those are really two big character traits of cyborg. Is he wants to be something more than he is, 
but at the same point, you know, he wants to be a member of the Justice League. He wants to be independent from his dad and do this stuff, but also he's still, you know, traumatized by what happened to his mother. And there's big pot plot twists in this episode, the last couple episodes, where you're sitting there being like, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they went there with these characters. Compared to the, the cyborg you got in Justice League, you know, it, it was definitely more of a better interpretation of that character. And I very yeah. much enjoyed it. Especially because you're sitting there being like, how does he fit into this? Like, he, you know, and you, uh, the joke you, you is... Would, because we talked about before, we said, like, Beast Boy would be a better fit because Beast Boy was part of Doom Patrol. Yeah. But but in this way, the, the way he's in it, um, and, and you saw the first episode, so you know where I'm going with this, is you, 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 you the first episode kind of kicks the, the main plot off, and yeah. then the next episode, Cy- Cyborg comes in, and you find out, like, why are all these people together? Why has he collected these people? Like, why? What's the important? Why is, you know, this guy's brain in a robot? Like, why is like all this stuff? And it's, you you, you get to you know have the tragic character. You get the you get those arcs. Every 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 um every character has their moment, and they have their they're very much come to Jesus moment of like who they are and why they're here and what makes them them. And it's like, everybody has a past and it's really, really good. The actress who plays Mary Jane, who is uh, crazy Jane. It's awesome because she literally plays like eight different personalities and every single one is different and they're all done perfectly. So oh, it's, it's like, like orphan black very much, but it's like, it's like you see her, <laughs> but you've seen it like how she changes her, you know, demeanor her and they put different makeup on and do the hair differently to show the different personalities that she does have, but they, they all sound different. They all have different mannerisms. That's a lot to do for someone who has to keep doing it one after another, after another. So I also feel like Brandon Fraser is freaking hilarious in this because he's a NASCAR driver in a robot's body from the 1980s. That's what's like, telling me. I love Brandon Fraser. I and, love and, that guy. and this is very much, it's a lot of voice work for him because he's not actually in the robot suit. Um, but there are a lot of him as, as a human and his arc is unbelievably tragic. And it's like I said, they're all tragic arcs, but him, when you find out like what happened and how he got involved, you're sitting there being like, Oh my God. And then his relationship with some of the other characters and how they foster is really, really good. I kind of burned through a bunch of episodes really, really quick. And it's awesome. Like if you got DC, DC universe, check it out watch the first episode it definitely is a primer it it gets a lot better and i and i keep saying like something like this here's i watched that first episode and i was like oh god this actually is really good i still don't want to pay for dc universe but this actually looks pretty interesting but but, so it gets better you're saying it gets better like the first episode wasn't that good intrigues me more like so this was good but these are better like, so it, it, it's actually funny because one th- th- there's actually a pretty interesting character in the show called da- uh, Danny Street. Yep, it's a sentient street, yeah. like with buildings on it. Like, oh, okay. you want to go back yeah, that's crazy? That's a, that's a, it's a street with buildings on it that you can have a conversation. So, so basically, with they talk. they took all of the like really weird DC characters and put them in it. Okay. Yep, and like I said, Mister Nobody is awesome. He's he. If you want a good, and and I sit there, I'm like, why? Are you curious of like, I want to see more Alan Tudyk in my life. This is this is the show you want to see. Yep. So uh, so this has your. I'm just saying, you, this has your binge worthy seal of approval. 
I would binge it if you want, but it, this is also a good one if you just want to watch one or two episodes a night and kind of like. I'm talking about the people that's like, I don't have anything to do today. Is this yes. a binge worthy show yes. to watch all day long if I wanted to? Yeah, I mean, it's only, I think it's, yeah, it's like 14 hours of worth of television, so. So uh, just to back up real quick, um, in Titans, I still need to go back and finish Titans, but uh, they actually did a episode of Doom Patrol in Titans, and then uh, Beast Boy was actually in the mansion and ended up leaving. So uh, so he, I, I didn't he, see that, but like this, there's no mention of that at all. No, so it, unless it, that no, happens. It's in the Titans series. So during... Okay. Yeah. I, I, I I have a question. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but does Cyborg say booyah? You got to watch it, man. God, that's a good hook. This is like it says <laughs> it right before at the end of a trailer. Just like, ah, oh, maybe he does. <laughs> but there's only three things that uh, are completely selling me on possibly getting DC Universe. And that is definitely the show. It sounds awesome. Young Justice Season 2 is definitely something I, in season, you know, season three. Sorry, sorry. Um, definitely want to see and that beautiful beautiful brand new swamp thing oh yes nice segue there Alex I saw that trailer and I've seen a couple trailers leading up to it and I sat there being like uh I'm sold yes Mm -hmm. like I'm I'm like thank you Leah for your password um I found something to watch now um, you gave him your control. password. <laughs> and it, the cool thing is, which I didn't realize, it comes out in two days. Yep. Yeah, but see, I have Good Omen in front of it. And I'm going to watch Good yes. Omens first. Oh, yes. Um, but no, I saw that. And you weren't kidding. Like, they wanted to go full horror with that thing. And it looks like they've done. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. It's got it's got everything. It's I got, like how you it's did, got you one, didn't see it. One, it's got Derek Mears. Yep. And that's all you need. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> also, too, it's they didn't show Swamp Thing, like, at all. Little bits. Well, Little yeah, bits. at the very end they show them. But, like, you don't – but, like, I, I like how they didn't do that. Like, yeah. they kind of were just – I like how they set up how if you were an outside onlooker of what's going on in this show, it looks like Swamp Thing is the cause of the issues going on in the town and not the salvation of it. So I can see the horror, and I can see how they're going to try to push it against Swamp Thing or something. I mean, it's like, oh, he's definitely, you know, like the cause of all this weird sicknesses going on, whatever. But uh, I'm excited. I really want to see what they're going to pull, especially since they're, they also have, what, a Blue Demon and stuff in it too, right? And uh, Or Blue Devil. Blue Devil, right? Yeah, Blue Devil. Well, the problem is they also abruptly shut down production. Yep. So are we going to get, like, an incomplete season, or did they shut down production because they were done? I think they're going to update the ending. I think they're rewriting the ending for it. So they might go back for some reshoots for a final episode, but I'm unsure. Well, the good thing about it is it's the same thing with, like, Doom Patrol. If you didn't watch it, like, all at once like I did, the, the, the epi- a new episode comes out every week. So mm-hmm. it's very much, like, it's not – and I, I like how shows are doing this now. I, I like how they got they got away from the Netflix model of just dropping the whole series at once. I yeah. like how they're like every every week you have a new episode. Like okay, like get me on that routine of getting ready to like they did they did it with Twilight Zone and it worked great with Twilight Zone. Like, eh, I'm still I'm still kind of iffed on that. 
I can see if you're starting up a streaming service, but I still think it's like we're we're living in a new age. Just dump everything. It's convenient for everyone. Yeah. But also, it also prevents people from getting the seven day trial until the very very end. At that point, they either that's why I'm saying season. it's good for a startup streaming service. Netflix already has a huge library of other stuff and what's going on. But you know, if you're starting off a brand new one, yeah, shows like this are great. But well, like, what also Netflix. Netflix's catalog is so huge anyway, you know. Not, yeah, yeah that, that catalog is getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, and it's getting tougher and tougher to find stuff to watch on Netflix. It's getting tougher and tougher to me to keep Netflix. Yeah. Watch Troll Hunters. I told Jen, I said, I said, other than like the house, uh, the ha- the haunting of, was it, what's the new one housing, the haunting of? Hill House? No, it's the sequel to it is like Blake House or something like that. Uh, the next season of it, um, I'm very like I don't, I don't watch Orange Is the New Black. I don't watch half these shows. Like if we're gonna invest money, like I know when D- Disney Plus comes out, I'm gonna put my money into that. Yep. But between the Hulu, Amazon, it's like you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna make a choice. I'm and I think net- sorry, oh, I might ahead. keep Netflix down for like the lowest of the packages. Like I'm I'm keeping Netflix because they. They still have a lot of great talent in the animation industry, free range to do whatever they want in Netflix. And I'm really, really excited about what that is. Because, I mean, they are unleashed to do whatever they want to do. And that's like animators that went through the entire industry always being restricted by TV standards. And Netflix is like, here's some cash, do whatever you want. And it's coming in the following years, all of these new animated heads, the creator Gravity Falls, people who made uh, El Tigre, uh, you know, my life is a robot. Just, just samurai. And uh, Gennady Tarkovsky has a new show coming up on uh, Adult Swim called Primal. That's a new show he's doing. Um, but all these people are making new Netflix cartoons, and it varies from you know all ages to adults. So I'm very excited for that. Well, Rocco's Modern Life is going to Netflix. So is uh, Invader Zim. I w- I was surprised Sorry. by that movie. <laughs> I have to say, I was very, very much surprised that Disney were like, we're going to throw it on Netflix and not have it on their own things. Because there is a way better chance for it to be seen because when they did the Hey Arnold movie and put that on there, not many people saw it. Because no one knew. No one knew. No, no, no. I was talking about just just television-wise. He said Disney. Did I say Disney? No, James. I said Nickelodeon. No, you said Disney. Oh, sorry, Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, I I got what you mean though. Yeah, Nickelodeon. I, I uh, thought I missed something. I'm like, did Disney? No, don't tell me Disney they're... bought them too. Yeah, when that, when that Harold Jungle movie came out, they threw it up on Nickelodeon and no one watched it. Even people who grew up with the show, I didn't even know it was airing or anything. And I'm a huge Harold fan as a kid. Well, Leo, remember we were talking to Carlos? We did an interview with Carlos last year. You know, he he said it was supposed to be a Nickelodeon. Like the guy yeah. who's the main voice of it was like, yeah, it's gonna be a Nickelodeon later this year. So that's interesting. They made that decision that that different. I thought they were coming out with a Rocco's whole new series, not just the movie. I think it's a harder sell nowadays. Or I don't know. They Nickelodeon's been really weird for the past several years because if it's not SpongeBob, they will basically kill it. It takes mm. it takes like a miracle to get things off the ground. I think the well, only thing they have going on right now is the Loud House. I think like that one's doing performing very well at Nickelodeon. Along with a few other variables, but they uh, they they're really weird. Like uh, I heard that there's a new show on Cartoon Network called Victor and Valentino, where that show is like a Mexican-based mystery show, 
and based in like Mexican folklore and stuff like that. And when they pitched it to Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon made an offer for it, but what they wanted to do was take out everything that made it supernatural and like mystery and all that to make it more like Hey Arnold. And, so in Mexican and <laughs> it's just yeah they just want a Mexican Hey Arnold and you know it's like I I'm kind of hoping I'm not saying I'm, I'm not I hopefully it's not like as bad but it seems like they they often neuter some ideas that they get in or at least some ex ex uh, you know executives make these weird decisions. You know, just like, why don't we make it something we've already seen before a thousand times instead of, you know, thriving out of the shadow of the sponge? Because before SpongeBob, it was all about Rugrats. And but it was also, either... that was also Butch Hartman. Yeah, Butch Hartman had a long run with uh, his cartoons, and he's even moved on with other stuff. Well, to, to a point where, like, he doesn't own the rights to the characters, and people are, like, clamoring for, like, Danny Phantom and, mm. and um, more fairly odd parents. Like, yeah. Even even I, the ways I, it I'd love tough, more Danny Danny Phantom. Or, or was it tough tough pop or whatever it is? Well, uh, we caught a um, a panel um, with Bob Camp, and he was talking about how Nickelodeon treated him on uh, uh, what was his show? Alex, what did he do? Really? What? Bob really? Camp. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. Really? Yeah, yo yo, what was it? Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. Uh, and <laughs> how they had a uh, reunion and uh, they invited everybody except for him. Yep. And he was the one that actually saved Nick, uh, Nickelodeon at that time. Yeah. And, I mean, and, that was that was the case. Yeah. As great as Ren Stimpy was, still fucked John Kay. He did a lot of fucked up oh. shit. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Look at up. I'm not going to say it because it, it's been talked about to death before. There's tons of articles on it, but yeah, it's disappointing. We can still acknowledge that art is great. There's a lot of inspiration that came from Ren and but some of these people behind, you know, the board often, you know, sully it for a lot of people. So it's still separation between the art and the artist. So, so I kind of wanted to shift topic a little bit before we end the show. Also, I still want to say, I really still want to see Swamp Thing before I move on to that subject. Is that that? Yeah. That, that really sells me on the streaming service because we segued into animation. <laughs> I really, um, I really do want to check out that show. It looks great. I mean, the characters, they made it like look real. It's got, I, and if from what James said about Doom, you know, Doom Patrol is that they can be a bit more adult and stuff. It's like, how hardcore or gory or other types of stuff are they going to go into with this new swamp thing? Because they have some awesome unsettling, you know, imagery in that. Or how close they're going to go with like Alan Moore version of Swamp Thing and stuff. And it makes me makes me makes, really curious. Makes me wish they bring Constantine. To it. It, it, honestly, yeah. if, if they like, did that, I would actually really like prop, drop the money on DC. Yeah, con- well, they, already, they already teased uh, Alec well, Holland Constant- and the Constantine's show. on DC Universe. Just, just saying. Yeah, a new, but, but a crossover, something. Um, but uh, I really hope they eventually bring in like the Council of Trees and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, I, well, I want the green. You know, I want the green, and maybe they'll introduce Animal Man or something, where you can have also the red or something. You know, that's maybe maybe they'll hey maybe I spoiled season two, 
maybe they'll introduce Animal Man near the end or in the new season and they'll deal with the red and the green. Well, we'll find out in uh, what, August is when the season will be over? Yeah, I think so. I thought you were gonna I thought you were meant like it's it's two days away. It's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, two days away for I think they're gonna launch two episodes. Um, I think that's what they did with Titans. They dropped two episodes and then it's weekly. Yeah, there's people that got some uh, early screenings for it, and they're saying it's just great. Like, it's just dynamite, so I'm... Leo, why didn't we get early screenings for us? Yeah, Leo. I'm sorry, I didn't. (laughs) DC probably has me on a shit list anyway, because I've been... uh, (laughs) Talking but shit. you still been paying. You still they got your money. Oh, they got yeah, my no, money. No, but no, 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 no. To be honest, to be honest, it's all because of Wolfie. <laughs> uh, actually, I've been uh, dissing uh, DC Universe in the forums pretty bad. So, mm. oh yeah. come on. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what are you even Leo. saying? No, no. So, so I can find you in the forums. What? Uh, <laughs> what is? What is the messed up stuff you've been I'm saying? I'm not going to say anything. You're not going to dox me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. You're just making my job take longer. Um. <laughs> it's it's going to be hard to find me because I'm under uh, uh, the dorkening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll find you. <laughs> oh, you will. I'm not. Hard, I'm not hard to find. How many uh, hard curse words do you use in your uh, in your posts there? I don't use any curse words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining like you're saying like really obnoxious stuff that has nothing to do with it. You're like making fun of the people who like created the streaming services, so they have like legitimate reason to hate you. <laughs> it's like whoever made this operation system and put in the code must be a stupid idiot. Just ah. Uh, well, I, I did, can only, I'm I'm gonna learn your password one day, and I'm gonna completely ruin your image. Okay, I'm sure you. I'm will. gonna. Oh. <laughs> When I get the dorkening handle, I'll just go nuts one day. I'm going to tag everyone. (laughs) Uh, So what were you going to say, James? So, Leo. Yes. How do you feel about the end of Game of Thrones? Disappointed. Uh, Upset. Let down. And scared. Did you think the dragon was going to come get you? No, scared. scared. <laughs> you're, you're saying this is like such a legitimate like therapy session. Like, can you just break down small words? How how do you feel? <laughs> uh, okay, so let down and upset. It, 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 a lot of it can be merged into, you know, going so long into character de- development to add a, absolutely destroy it within the last two seasons. And to take a character and have her totally flip sides in, like, what, 10 minutes? You know, and go totally against her character? Um, Some of the decisions they made made absolutely no sense. Uh, And to now hear that these idiots that destroyed the series are now going on to the new Star Wars series. That's where the fear comes in. No, don't don't worry. Star Wars is already ruined. Yeah, you're all set with that. Sorry, yeah. Um, I know what happens. I, I I kind of watched all the necessary clips that it's this season the last episode. Um, 
I'm not surprised by anything that they did. I th- figured that there was going to have to be a point in this season where everything goes to sh- crap. <gasps> um, you know, that especially after what saw the episode beforehand where Danny just goes mad queen and just yeah. destroys King's Landing. Um, I know that's not what everybody wanted. Everybody wanted another big battle. Well, and I, I, I thought... I thought the resolution of that was good and how the red keep was uh, technically destroyed. But I also thought it was very interesting the way they ended it. I liked how the, do you care either of you guys, if I tell what happens? I'll I'll take my headphones off. Okay. I still, I still need to check out the show. Um, You know, Jon Snow killing, killing Danny was very, Telling, yeah. I think everybody kind of saw, and and and, and I, I think people were you were either going to say that Danny was going to kill Jon Snow or Jon Snow was going to kill Danny. I don't, I didn't think either of those two were going to survive, because someone is the rightful heir to the, the 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 throne, and the other one believes she's the rightful heir to the throne. Like, you know, then the dragon just destroying the 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 Iron Throne. I thought that was like good, awesome, cool. There cannot be another king. Like that's the end of that conversation and then of course the way it ended with Bran being the king of the realm I don't um, that. and how he can't have children so in whatever his reign is up it's back to this again so but again a Stark is on the throne I mean that's the way you got to look at it though yeah but it's not the right Stark and Who, uh... I mean <laughs> I, I, I wanted I want I wanted the cat on the throne. Yeah. It, it, it's like you look at the way they killed off uh Cersei and Jamie was so dissatisfying. And what the hell was Arya doing? I mean, she went through all that training for nothing. Well, now she's going up the west to meet Frodo in the ring yeah, and we'll it, see what happens. It just feels like okay, we're going to speed up the series and then give you a taste of oh, these could be spin-offs. Well, did you hear what R.R. Martin said? He said uh, yeah, I did hear what he said that uh they had enough material to do another two seasons or three. Well, seasons. that and also the the ending of his books aren't what the series ending is. Yeah. I so. know I know they talked about uh, having very heated debates when writing the last two seasons, um, they could have totally stretched it out for another couple seasons. Well, it got you get to a point for HBO when they're spending a hundred million dollars on on a, on, a, on a season and then not paying also uncop paying their actors. You know, yeah, but it's their number one series, and how many people did they lose because the the series ended, and how many? lost sales are they going to have because they it's now a shit show I'm not going to go back and watch it I was planning on buying the DVD set you know when uh, it finished you know but it'll get you to buy it somehow no I the way it ended I have no inclination to rewatch it because I have that sour taste in my mouth I'm going to start watching the series again and I'm going to be like oh yeah this is going to be a character development that's going to go nowhere I don't know. I, you know, I think HBO got fat and happy with it. Uh, I mean, Westworld comes out next year, so there's their next moneymaker, and it looks like they're going completely off the reins with that one compared to what they did in the first two seasons. But again, who knows? Um, 
you know, and I like how they're saying there is going to be no sequel to Game of Thrones. So Arya's going on the boat and going out to the out into the west is never going to be explored. Um, as well as you know, Queen of the North, Night Watch again. We'll see what happens. Like I said, I just think, I think, I, I think they paint they painted themselves in a corner regardless when they outpaced the books. That was yep. always going to be a problem. That was always going to be a problem because they said it after the second season is they're already outpacing the books. Like yeah, well they they cut out a whole section of the book with um uh Caitlin also Stark. also Lady Lady um. Ironheart? No. Who's the girl? Who's like the ghost zombie queen who killed yeah. everybody? Caitlin. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Okay. Uh, oh, or okay. Catlin. Catlin. Uh, Catlin Stark. Her whole story arc with after she gets resurrected after the red uh, wedding, uh, they completely bypassed in the in the in the show, and that could have added a couple extra, you know, seasons. Yeah. All right. Well, Alex. Yeah. Alex. Alex, come back, Alex. Alex, come back, Alex. All are welcome. All are welcome. <laughs> well, we're back now. Finally we, done after we are. Your, so, your spoil rants. Yeah. So, so we why know- can't there just be a podcast in itself where you guys can't subject me and some of the audience <laughs> members and just have a spoiler cast? Uh, I, we could probably do that. You have to enjoy the cake. <laughs> That's the only reason I was entertained while I was sitting here in silence, waiting, <laughs> watching your chonkers like pop up and down. X gonna give it to you. I'm not happy anymore. Go give it to you. 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 Uh, yeah. Stop. Drop. God, I want Mr. X from Resident Evil 2 to just crash through your door right now. Because <laughs> his name's Mr. X. Man. <laughs> Uh, Rick and Morty season four. Well, we don't know anything. We're already talking no, about Rick and Morty season four. I know. Four. Final Space season two was announced today. Looks awesome. And it's going to be an adult swim now. That's stranding. Has, has anyone seen Final Space? Nope. Watch it. 100%. Sci fi, anything. It's right up there with Rick and Morty. I Watch did. Final Space. I did start watching DuckTales. And? Sweet. Love it. Yeah, but please, if I may beg, please go watch Final Space. It is an amazing show. It was originally on TBS. I think they're still airing on it, but the season two is going to be, uh, I guess, now premiering on Adult Swim or something. Who knows? But Where can I find the a, first season? Um, I uh, think TBS. TBS and... Uh, Conan. Yeah, Conan produced it. Um, it's a really good show. I'm not even going to say anything about it. It's it's really good. Okay. Animated, you said? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll see if it's on Hulu. So, so, so you like Ducktales? I do. Yes, it's very enjoyable. I need, I need to binge the whole series. It's really good. I've I'm, only been on and off again. I, I've only watched a couple episodes. I started watching it the other night. Uh, which which episodes did you watch? Uh, the first couple before the Darkwing Duck one, and I watched part of the Darkwing Duck one. <laughs> Darkwing Duck one is just like a quick cameo. Like that's what I mean. That's what makes it funny is because it's literally making fun of a show that's already been like is part of this universe. Yeah. Yep. So like, so, so, so I've, I've gotten farther into the the second season of Ducktales, and there are a lot more references now to the video game 
where oh. one of the ways that Scrooge McDuck defeats an enemy is hitting it on oh, the cane. Pogo stick, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a pogo stick, as well as you find out, as you've already seen the first episode, that Dewey is looking for his mother, Della Duck. And in the second season, is very much heavy with her. So you find out that she's on the moon, and it, during, every time they're on the moon, it's the moon theme from the video game is played. Oh, that's cool. I love that they. That I can see it definitely. There's a lot of people from Gravity Falls fell into this show because there's definitely like really good seeding of mystery and throughout the show. And I really. Oh, like I mean, it. the first up, the whole first arc was about the magic, the the the, the magic villain. Yeah. Um And then there's an episode in this one where they bring back the lamp from the movie. Um, the genie's lamp and it's just like the one from the movie and they're looking for it and it's like well I gave it away like making a joke like it already happened like already so like stuff like that you're sitting there being like I'm sold and I was telling Jen we were watching it and I just kept watching my phone because I can't stream it to my TV I'm sitting there being like yeah. it's like it's like 9.30 at night I'm watching DuckTales on my phone and she's like, go to bed I'm like no <laughs> Uh, well, get away, woman. I'm a man. You can uh, get Hulu and watch it on your... Uh, do you have like a Roku stick or something? I have its Fire Stick. Okay. But it's on Disney Plus. It's not on Hulu. Uh, okay, I probably have access to it because I have Hulu Plus. Oh, okay. I'll have to double check because I didn't, I didn't think it was on Hulu. I'll let you know in a moment. <laughs> Pretty sure it is. Um, if that's the case, then uh, that's fantastic. That means I don't, I don't have to watch commercials because I don't, I don't, I have the plus of search duck tails. Are you gonna edit this part Ooh. out? Nah, I could only see it on watch live. Okay, so if you have Hulu Plus, you have access to all the. First season and a second season. Oh yeah, I would need Hulu Plus Live TV. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what I have. Which turns into forty five dollars a month compared to my seven eleven ninety nine. Yeah. Pay ninety nine cents. I'm sorry, I got to a point where I was tired of watching commercials. And I looked at Jen and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm spending the extra like six dollars to get the commercial free stuff, especially when you're watching Robot Chicken. Yep. And it's like a 15 minute long episode. Oh, that's. And awesome. it's like there's two commercials on a 15 minute episode. Yeah, and, and it's I'm the like, same commercial yeah. over and over and over again. Yep. Yeah. And I pay less than a dollar a month, so yo, yo. I'll do the commercials. <laughs> uh, I did see my works commercial for the very first time. We have a new commercial out there. Been uh, wanting to see it, and uh, it popped up on Hulu. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Hartford. Yeah. The uh, the Bucks got your back, and they have a deer in the commercial now. So. Uh, yeah, I it's would. Not I a would, deer. It's an. If I saw buck. that, I would definitely pay extra buck. to never get commercials again. Yeah, I'll be like, <laughs> to take my money. There was a whole. Actually, I shouldn't really talk about it because uh, there was a whole conversation on. Uh, what it actually is we could talk about it offline yeah there we go speaking of offline we'll wrap things up i want to thank you all for checking us out tonight make sure you check out the show notes down below or up above depending on where you're watching or listening to us what 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 What? this episode's missing something what's it missing your horrible transition to a coffee promotion 
Well, the listener probably heard the coffee promotion earlier because I cut that in there. I don't believe it. No? Time and space. Speaking of space, if you want to get spacey and uh, not be, you know, (laughs) under-caffeinated... Drink Deadly uh, Grounds coffee. It's, it's just not a show without one. It's not, it's not a show without Leo's fantastically attempt to yeah. transition into the Deadly Grounds promo. Uh, I'm sorry I missed that. I, I've been cutting them into the show, but the uh, uh, yeah, Deadly Grounds. I I I, I need to spot stock up because uh, I'm down to my last bag and a half. Well, it's only a couple weekends away. I know. There you go. Yeah. Oh, by the way, do you know what opens tomorrow? Godzilla. No, something cooler. Godzilla. No. Star Wars. Galaxy's Edge. Oh. Opens tomorrow at Disneyland. Giant lizard. (laughs) You know. But where's Godzuki? Uh, I, I I would be extremely excited about that, except uh, I know it's going to be super packed, and I'll probably never see it. Positive outlook. Yeah. <laughs> what if you get? What if you get, like pay some kid to like hold a, you know, like three sixty tripod so you can like watch it and be there vicariously? No. I, I, That's probably I, the only I, way I'm going to ever see Disney at this point in my life. Just like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm telling you guys. Like I said, we went there for our honeymoon. It's surprisingly affordable. Um, like I said, we're going. It has nothing to do with cost to me. It's I'd have to travel by myself. But here's the thing: you go and this is just I'm saying this just as going by yourself. The single stuff, like the single rider stuff, is the best. Like because I know it's kind of sad, but fast pass reservations, fast 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 pass reservations for one are unbelievably easy to get. Because it's one spot, so I don't know. Like I said, we we went and we're going again next year. We're we had an unbelievable blast. I, I'm so looking forward to going back. It's just and like I said, you could go like we're going again. It's going to cost us like five k, and it's and that includes food, travel, spending. Oh, cash. nice. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. It's true. The longer you stay there, the cheaper it gets. Because like one day pass on a low day is a hundred and two dollars for the Magic Kingdom. Where's your excuse now, Leo? Well, last time we we went, it didn't cost us that much because we um, somebody was in Orlando. You can re- rent somebody's house really, really cheap, especially on the off season. Um, but the see it cheaper if you just break in. Yeah, that that yeah, that, that's true. Squatting ride. Yeah. Does a smuggler ride get mad at literal smugglers? <laughs> Uh, but my only concern is how packed is it going to be? Is it going to be so packed that you won't be able to, to enjoy it? So I know what they're I know what they're doing in Disneyland. They haven't answered what they're doing in Disney World yet. Um, but you had to for the first two months you have to have a reservation and you have four hours to explore the area. The area is pretty big, but there's not a ton of stuff in it. There's a couple shops, a couple restaurants, and one ride. So it's more of like being there. So what you do is you're going to get a wristband, a color-coded wristband for the time you're supposed to be there. And people are going to know, you know, you're going to know it's pretty obvious what color your wristband you have. But the people in the park, there's going to be stormtroopers in the park, and then they know at which time to 
people are supposed to be there for based on the wristband and they will come and if you have that color wristband on they will escort you out of the park oh yeah but sounds, i just run it's like not like they'll ever be able to hit me <laughs> no but but it's one of those things like it's been it's already been like to these people like when you're asked to leave you need to leave and if you don't leave you'll be expelled from all the parks like aren't you sure to be a stormtrooper and they just hit you with the butt of their gun <laughs> <laughs> But it's one of those things, like, I thought that was really interesting a way to handle that crowd is because you're going to have a select amount of people going in at one time, and then, you know, you're going to have the people coming in and going out kind of at the same flow. But as there's only one ride in a couple shops and a couple restaurants, it's not like a Magic Kingdom-sized thing. Yeah, so. and uh, I heard something you only get, like, 10 or 15 minutes in the cantina, something like that. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're literally just turning, because they know the first couple of weeks is going to be mad busy, so yep. it's like they just want to get people in and out. It's the same thing did they, they did with the, the garbage chute or something like that. That'd be it's, it's, they throw the the rejects into the garbage chute. It's the same thing they did with um Harry Potter when they first opened. They only let a certain amount of people in at a certain time. And if they catch you, they throw an Azkaban. Basically, <laughs> they wouldn't let Muggles in. It's just, just wrong. That'd be All so messed up if they were like, <laughs> no mud bloods allowed. Like, whoa. I I I know what they're gonna do. I just. So if you stay beyond your time and they escort you out, the only way out is through the uh, It's a Small World ride. Oh, God. <laughs> I would imagine if you get caught and a stormtrooper comes after you and they shoot and hit you, that actor will be fired from playing a stormtrooper because they broke character and hit their target. <laughs> <laughs> stay on target. <laughs> Unless it's a stun, they they can hit with a stun. I would. I don't want Disney to have that like type of weaponry just for their parks. That'd be very upsetting. This military grade weapon they use solely for like theme parks and knock out like unruly guests or noisy children. It's just it's just it's just a shot collar. No, I th I'm thinking of the exact thing where like they shot at Leia, where it's like this weird like like. But just like, could you imagine just like. These prices suck. Why are we sitting here for ten minutes? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, and they're just like, like drooling out of the side of their mouth. Dad, I told you not Speaking to yell at them. Speaking of drooling. <laughs> Speaking of drooling. Deadly go. <laughs> deadly grounds coffee. Ah, uh, well. What I, about drooling and deadly grounds coffee? You're drooling, what is the correlation? You're drooling for Deadly Grounds coffee. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're salivating for liquid? Always. And kitty cats. I wouldn't drink a cat, Kitty cats, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, On that note, yo-yo. Since, since you have your... So, so sad and somber, just okay. <laughs> Segwaying out of the show. <laughs> Uh, int uh, introduce us to your kitty cat. Well, I mean, they can't see the kitty cat. Okay. They can't, they're not going to hear because she's not going to say anything. Well, what's the cat's handle so they can follow it on Twitter? <laughs> it should definitely make me good Twitter. You totally should. You know it will get followers. <laughs> or just an Instagram. There's huge Instagrams for people's pets. Basically. You should. You want to be on Instagram, Mika? And I will say I do follow some of them. There are people with really cute huskies. <laughs> What about Labradors? No. No? <laughs> I don't care. It was a friend of mine like, oh, we made a pet for, we made an Instagram for our pet. Yeah. 
instant follow. Super cute. Yeah. Oh, I don't have an Instagram for mine, but I do take plenty of pictures of her and post her. Well, as soon as you take a picture, you'll realize how less interesting you are when it gains a thousand more followers than you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what seems to happen every time. It's like, hey, check out my pet. Bizzing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what we'll do to run down real quick. Alex, where do you like people following you? You can find me at pure underscore Alex Hoy on Twitter and Instagram. I have a Patreon where you can follow and check out some stuff. All you have to do is donate a dollar. I have some stuff I've been teasing a bit. I'm all my stuff for Scaricon. Um, I just got my banner in today. I'm super excited about it. And uh, it's thank you everyone who's already donated it's been super awesome and i'm still blown away by it and it's 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 growing and i'm super thankful awesome thank you our uh banner should be here tomorrow tomorrow's thursday Yay. right yeah and, awesome uh, I, I had to go out in the rain just now before i just got home and he said hey we're on because <laughs> i was just in the pouring like dramatic rain it was like, here's the banner. I was like, okay, let's go. And just... Where did you get your banner from? A friend of mine hooked me up. Oh, nice. Very it cool. It fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> kind of. Yo, <laughs> uh, yo. Um, you can find me at Boy Meets Phone on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, Yo St. Laurent on those same social media channels. You can also find me being mugged by a cat, apparently. She just keeps hitting me. I knew it. I knew that cat was up to I, no good. I gave you food. Oh, see what? Why are you trying to take my wallet? Your life. <laughs> uh, She's adorable. James, who won the game? With it. Uh, it's two-two in the second. Um, so with that, uh, you can find me at Longtime Storm on the tweets and Instagram, as well as definitely check out Alex is um, Patreon, also Coffee account. Definitely give him some. Some love. Uh, he put some stuff out today, which was very, very good, very funny. Um, art is awesome, uh, especially with some of the coloring that he did do. So, uh, like I said, definitely check it out. Um, I think he, his stuff will be in the show notes. So definitely donate and uh, support a local artists. So thank you. Yeah. And uh, speaking of support, definitely go support Alex. The links are down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And also support our sponsor, Deadly Grounds Coffee. If you love absolutely amazing tasting coffee, it's going to be the best coffee you've ever tasted. Uh, I've given up Starbucks for them. The only time I get Starbucks is when my wife wants a, uh, a uh, um, dirty chai. That's the only Starbucks we get now. So that's that, what she's calling it. Yep, exactly. So the only coffee I drink every single morning is Deadly Grounds Coffee. They have awesome flavors, and if you don't like flavored coffee, you can get just a regular flavor like Hell's Fury, uh, but it doesn't give you that bitter taste. You know, it's just finely roasted coffee. Absolutely love it. I absolutely hate Starbucks compared to it. I hate yeah. it. I don't know how you can tolerate it. I hate it compared uh, to Deadly Grounds. It, it used to be the only I, – I, I was a major Starbucks drinker. I spent so much money at Starbucks. And, uh, so you're also saying now you're saving money. I am. I'm saving so much money. Wow, that makes the sponsor sound way better, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. If you if you drink more of this better tasting coffee, you'll actually save more money. I know. And your taste buds will actually thank you. So yeah. b- 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 before we end the uh, the show, I figured I would give you guys this little interesting thing because I'm flipping through Twitter, and um, so a bunch of like I said, Galaxy Edge open tonight. Um, 
out in Los Angeles. So one of the things they said in one of the uh, den, they're called den of antiquity. So it must be like a, a shop or something like that. In a certain spot, they've put the Ark of the Covenant. Oh wow! That's it's, not Star Wars. But it's a cute. Like I said, I thought it's a very funny Easter egg because it's antiquity. So it's just random stuff from around the, the around the galaxy. I know it's a galaxy far, far away, whatever. But like you only can see it if you're only standing in a certain spot. It's like that detail of an Easter egg. That is awesome. Do you well, have to do it while you're holding a bazooka over your shoulder, looking down at a canyon? Well, no, it's it's that. Or you have As to have Nazis a are carrying it. <laughs> well, that does make sense because there's Star Wars references in Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Very I cool. Just, I, I just thought, I was like, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That is cool. What happens, do they have like a ride if you open it? That'd be cool. That'd be terrifying. I think that'd be a ride. It's like, you sure you want to open it? Everyone chickens out before they do. <laughs> Close your eyes, Marion. Close your eyes. <laughs> Uh, well, I want to thank you all for watching. And uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Most of it's true. Maybe not. I have no idea. But follow these awesome people on this show. And also check out the other shows on our network. Tons of stuff going on. The Dorkening on Sundays. Wicked Horror Shows on Tuesday. Dorks the Podcast. And Splash Pages. You'll be able Yay. to download those, those episodes soon. Also, uh, That Strange Show and Secret Underground Hideout. All on the network. We'll catch you guys later. And Black and White Fright. Black and White Fright, which which launches next week. Next week. What? what? Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye bye. Peace.